MLM Nation, episode 192. That which we persist in doing becomes easier, not because the nature of the task has changed, but because our ability to do so has increased. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. If you like MLM Nation, you love networking times. Networking Times is the sibling version of ML Nation and features training from top leaders. I've been getting this magazine for over 12 years and still read it today. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen, and I am fired up to bring our special guest today, Denny Robinson. Denny, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready, Simon. So thrilled to be here with you today. Danny Robinson has over 20 years of experience in the direct selling and network marketing profession. It's through this wonderful industry that she was able to put her husband, Tom, through college and grad school to become a certified public accountant. Today, thanks to that education that was funded through direct selling and network marketing, Tom owns a large and successful CPA firm in Washington. Danny has won numerous awards in her network marketing career. She has earned 10 company cars and also recently spoke at Eric Worre's Most Powerful Woman in Network Marketing event. Currently, Danny's on track to earn more than $1.6 million this year in MLM. Danny and Tom live out of Washington. They have four kids and four grandkids. So, Danny, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across this profession. You bet. So, Simon, uh, my husband and I were married when we were quite young. Um, I graduated at 16, uh, went to college, and uh, my husband and I met each other, and we decided that uh, he would go back to college, and and I was going to stay home because really quickly I had my first child. And I went to my first um, direct selling party. And I found out that you could get all this great plastic homeware goods if you just signed up and did six parties. Well, we didn't have much money, Simon, but I wanted the stuff. And uh, so I enrolled with that company, and then I went to a meeting and found out the managers in that company drove company cars. And within the first uh, two months, I had my first company car with that with that company. People used to see me driving around town, and they would ask the other managers, who were really about my age now, they would say, who's that little teenager driving your car around? And they would say, well, she's not quite a teenager, and that's really her own car. And uh, I did. I ended up putting Tom through college and graduate school. We came out of college with no debt and some money in the bank. And uh, so really, that's how I cut my teeth in this profession. So you, so you basically joined because you like some plastic containers. I really wanted the plastic <laughs> containers. <laughs> That's something. Um, now, why did you have success uh, so quickly while most people struggle? You know, that's a good question, Simon. Uh, Especially where I got started, I was in a really small town in Wyoming, actually Afton, Wyoming. I drove through there about a year ago, and I just was amazed that I could even do that. So I think that what it really comes down to is mindset. I just believed that I could, and so I did. And, um, And so very quickly, actually, Simon... I actually had to start my business over five different times in cold markets. Uh, we moved because of some, you know, work and then to, to uh, 
further his schooling. And so I ended up in cold markets and just had to meet people every time. But it really came down to mindset because then I grew my business to be, you know, one of the top people in that company in every area that I that I went into. So a lot of people will listen, and I hear this common um, kind of questions. Like, I live in a small town. Don't you run out of people to talk to? Like, if you live in a big city, there's tons of people. But if you live in a small town, after a while, like, don't you run out of people to talk to? Then, and, and so that's the first question. The second question is, you talk about mindset. What was going on in your mind to help you become successful? What was the self-talk that was going on? Well, you know, I think at that time it was I needed to do this. And so to me it was I will until. And as I watched other people, I thought if they can do it, I can do it too. I may be younger uh, and less experienced, but I can get the experience. And I knew that I had the work ethic, the tenacity, the dedication to get it done. And so I did. And so I just always just met people. I found uh, if you make a lot of friends, um, you know, doors just open. My mother raised, we weren't raised with stranger danger. To me, we were raised with, you know, a a stranger is just a friend you hadn't met yet. And because of that attitude, I've just always made a lot of friends, made a lot of connections, and my businesses have always grown. Mm, I really like that. Stranger isn't a friend that you haven't met yet. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Um, So did you encounter any challenges at all when you first started? Aside from like well, starting over with a co-market, any other, because a, a lot of people have like, you know, they struggle in the first couple of weeks with the learning curve. Did you have any challenges? Well, uh, the learning curve really for me was starting over. They, I was always to, able to transfer with my company cars, but because it was direct sales, I had to start totally again, and I had to leave my organization in the other areas. And so I always had a lot of pressure on me to quickly get my my sales back up to a certain amount. So those were some struggles, you know, pressure. So I just had to get out and meet people. And what I did, Simon, in those days, uh, I would take my, my, my van, my company car, and I would go and meet people. I would go in front of, you know, Walmarts or grocery centers, and I would meet people as they came out of the store. I would open up the old phone book and uh, do cold calling. And, you know, I've always implemented the three-foot rule. What's that? You know, what's that? It's If someone's within three feet of you, you talk to them. And if not, you move a little closer. And I got really good at doing that. Um. Can you just share a little bit for those listeners who are not familiar the difference between direct selling and network marketing? Because you said that you had to start over again. Can you just in really lay, quick layman's terms share really quickly so they you understand? Bet. You bet. So direct sales, the difference for me really, I remember being in Dallas with a, this company, and many of my friends, we were all saying, you know, if this was one of those network marketing things, we'd all be doing much better. Because even though I became a top manager in the nation, Simon, I had promoted people who actually did better than myself. And after I promoted them, I actually lost them. I didn't get to count their volume or their team any longer. And so when I started to understand the enormity and potential of network marketing, that really looked very attractive to me. And not long after that, so when I was uh, close to 30, my husband had brought home a brochure, and it said this. It said, if you're willing to do for a couple of years what others aren't willing to do, you can live the rest of your life like others only dream. And so I thought, well, that's what I want to do. I know that my husband and I were willing to work hard and I had the work ethic, but I knew at the company I was at, 
that, that was never going to happen. And so that was the switch for me into my first network marketing company. So let's uh, take a bird's eye view over your, over your 20 years in the uh, mm-hmm. profession. What would you mm-hmm. say was your worst moment in worst moment in this profession? Where the point, point that most people have quit, but because you stayed on, you learned a lot of valuable lessons, and you are where you are today because of that. Um, you know, I think, Simon, that it was. It was hard to be sometimes at the pinnacle um, of success in, in some of those areas, and then to have to leave and um, to totally start all over again. That was tough for me. And then, of course, by that time, you know, I, was, I had, you know, quite a few little children, and... Um, so it always kept me humble, and it made me realize what other people are always dealing with. But I guess it always makes me help people understand that if I can do it, you can do it too. There's, there's a lot of people on this planet, and there's a lot of people in your cul-de-sac, your city, wherever you are, who probably haven't heard about your, your service yet. And so you just got to go out and talk to them. So you have four kids, right? Um, and a lot of the listeners here are moms, stay-at-home moms, moms, mm-hmm. or working moms. How did you, and Tom was in school and starting a CPA firm, yeah. how, did you, how did you have time to raise four kids and still build a business? Did you have a specific you know, some, routine? Or, what were some tricks you did? You know, that's a really good idea. Um, I, was, I tried to just be very, um, I really scheduled my time. Um, I always made sure my house was in order. I would start, you know, start dinner in the crock pot uh, and just have things, uh, really lined up for the day. Um, I would do a lot of my paperwork later in the, in the evening when the kids were in bed. Uh, but it's very important that you don't let the most important things suffer the most, which is your family and your children. Um, I didn't start a business uh, and then have children. I had children first, so I wanted my business to really work around, around my business. You know, and that's the great thing about this, Simon, is that you can create an incredible life that works around, uh, incredible business that works around the rest of your life. You're going to have to be diligent, consistent with your time, but you're going to have to be very organized. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people aren't in the beginning. You're going to have to work hard in little sprints of time when the kids are napping, when they're doing some different things or perhaps watching a show. You're going to have to use, use those hours very wisely. Hmm. Because you have a, basically a hard deadline. Once that show is over, once they wake up, your, your yeah. business hours is basically done. Right? You're right. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Now, that's one thing I learned. I realized, you know, I was just sharing with my friend the other day that how after I had my first kid, I realized how unproductive I was before children. Right? I wasted Boy, isn't so that much the time. truth? Right. And then the funny is after I had my second kid, then I realized, oh my goodness, I was totally clueless when I had my first kid. I was still wasting <laughs> so much time. And now I just had my third kid. Like, oh my goodness. Now I'm onto a new chapter. Um, so did you have any specific routines with the kids? Like um, aside from like prospecting and building the business while they're napping, any other routines you had? Any other routines? You know, I just tried to take advantage of, of every second that I could. Mm. Um I'm, I was, you know, probably into bribery at different times. If you guys will do this for a little bit, like give mom a little bit of time, I'll go make some phone calls, and then we'll go do this. We were a really active family with the kids growing up, all kinds of sports and activities and outdoor things. And um, so I just wanted to make, you know, their childhood something that was really fun and exciting for them. But it's wonderful now as they're all raised. Um, they, they saw mom work hard. They saw the, the things that we were able to do. And a couple of my kids are now joining me in the business as well, which is extremely fulfilling. 
That must be really exciting, your kids joining the business. It's really exciting to me. Um, you know, they've all, the last one's just finishing college now, but uh, my, my daughter works with me and travels quite a bit with me, does a lot of my social media, and it really is a joy. But what they've seen is the lifestyle that this can create for you. You know, as she said, uh, you know, after she went into the corporate world, she's like, I just don't like working for the man, Mom. I've seen the freedom and the lifestyle that you have. And she said, I'm willing to work hard. I'm willing to put in my 10,000 hours so I might as well start now because this is going to take that effort and focus. None of us got here overnight. I like to always tell people when you get a starter kit, you know, we all start at the same place. Even the most successful networkers, when they got their starter kit, when they opened it, people didn't pop out. You know, they still had to sit down and make the phone calls and not just talk the talk and walk the walk, but do the do, you know, Simon? Yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't matter how successful you are, what MLM leader out there. Um, mm-hmm. when they start, they have to make the phone calls. They have to pick up the phone and make dozens and dozens and dozens of calls. It's not like people pop down. Like you said, people <laughs> pop down to start again. Um, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. No, getting back to your children, that must be a very proud moment. Did you raise them in, hoping they would go to network marketing, or was it more like a natural thing? You just let them do what they do? You know, I let them do what they do. Um, you know, probably not all of my children will do this. One of them has actually uh, got a master's degree in accounting as well. He'll probably take over my husband's firm. Uh, my husband travels with me quite a bit. We actually spent 10 weeks out of the country last year traveling, you know, doing meetings and, and being with our teams across, across the, the world, which is extremely fulfilling. Another one's probably going to be an orthodontist. But the other two are really starting to engage. We actually just got back less from our, our international convention, and two of them were with me last weekend in Orlando. And it is extremely fulfilling. Um, they're just real people, 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 which I think to be successful in this business, you do have to like people. But uh, to me, what I like about this, um, Simon, is, you know, my husband, my son both have master's degrees, but I have a Ph.D., a public high school diploma, <laughs> and, uh, two years of college. And I often tell people, the great thing about network marketing, it's the great equalizer. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, your level of education. Um, I think you have to like people, but this is where anyone who's got unfulfilled dreams or wishes or aspirations can make those things come to fruition. You know, not everyone's going to have the same dream. I have people who simply just want to, you know, make that extra $500 a month. And that's certainly a passion of mine, especially even for some of these young moms. To be able to bring an extra 500 to to $1,000 a month can truly change their life. And I always tell people, if I can show you how to make, you know, $500 a month, I can show you then how to make $500 a week and then $1,000 a month and beyond. But, you know, tell me what would truly make a difference in your life. And then what is your work ethic that you're willing to um, put forth to make that kind of an, you know, make that kind of a money? Because I know, I know that it can happen. You know, with network marketing, you know, the four-minute mile has been broken in all of these different companies, but especially in this incredible profession of network marketing. We know that we've got a proven success record and that, you know, I love that all these powerful women are doing so well. You know, so many who have come back into the workforce or even young, you know, a lot of young moms who really didn't have a direction of of what they could do, but they wanted and had instilled in themselves that they wanted to make a difference. And I champion those women, Simon. 
Yes. And, you know, speaking about the vision, how network marketing has changed, you talk about, like, uh, the possibility. Um, like, mm-hmm. even back in the day, like, you know, 20 years, even 10 years ago, you know, making six figures is pretty good in network marketing, mm-hmm. right? Like, a seven mm-hmm. figure was very, very, very rare. Uh, half a million was, wow, incredible. But now it seems <laughs> like, you know, half a million is not, it's not the big deal. Even half a million is not a big deal. Six, like, 100,000 is like, come on, you're not working hard enough, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. seven figures is... You see it all the time now. You, you do, and it's really incredible. But I think that those seven-figure incomes really come from the person that you become. I always tell people, you know, the master key to your ultimate success is the person that you become. Because the person that I am now, you know, Simon, as a, you know, I turned 50 here and actually a, in, a, in a two months, compared to that young 20-year-old um, who was, first got into direct sales, is very different. And that's the part that I, I love the most. It's the journey. Never curse the journey because every decision, every bump and bruise, bruise has gotten you where you are now, and hopefully it will direct you to where you want to be. And, you know, where you are right now is based on decisions you made 5, 10, or 15 years ago. But where you want to be in five years is really based on those decisions. And not only the decisions, but the actions that you take right now to propel your life, your business, and where you want your family to be. That is so good. And ML Nation, I'm going to do a little recap after this, uh, after we talk to Danny uh, about this. It's really good. I want to talk more about it because she brought up such a good point about the, your current and then your future. So thank you for sharing that. Um, you talked about like the seven-figure earners because they work hard. They, you know, do you see network marketing attracting better, better people now? than, say, 20 years ago? Oh, I certainly think so. And, uh, you know, I'm so thrilled because I have a couple of, um, you know, seven-figure earners on on my team already. And, um, you know, people are really looking this at as a really, an incredibly viable business. You know, my husband will often tell me, Denny, do you understand what you've been able to create in just a few years? He said, honey, I love you, but this doesn't happen in, quote, real life. You know, you have this freedom where you can work where you want, when you want, wherever you want, as much as you want, and all you really need is your cell phone and your laptop computer. You don't have a brick-and-mortar business. You don't have employees. He often reiterates that a couple times, Simon. He called me about some employee problems today. Um, you know, but truly the freedom that you, that you can create that kind of a lifestyle, that doesn't happen. And so people who've been tired of, of corporate America are really looking at this as a way to have more freedom and flexibility in their life. Let's go back to your journey again. Uh, what was the aha moment you had? Kind of like a light bulb, the light bulb moment that turned on and after that your business really, really took off. Mm-hmm. You know, I think those aha moments are where you're at a convention, you know, because big decisions happen at big events, Right. You'll see someone go across stage that you resonate with, and you think, if they can do it, I can do it too. And I believe the four most powerful words that will ever come out of someone's mouth are, I can do that. And I remember going, I'm going to do this. You know, I will until I made the decision. I decided to change some of my thought processes. I've, I've learned a lot. I'm an incredible student. And then I engage in the activities that will give you the results that you desire every single day. And so I believe you have to have the right attitude um, before the money will ever start to happen. You've got to have the personal development. And um, 
I, I do. I love the person that I've become, and you know, it's still just a fraction of who I hope to become in the years in the, in the years to come. Simon. Now let's share another story. Take us to the time you consider your proudest network marketing moment. You know, just coming back from convention last weekend, um, I was bestowed a, an incredible honor, probably the, the highest honor in our company. It's the, and that was an incredibly proud moment. But um, right before leading up to that, um, so incredibly emotional as I saw so many of my team members go across stage. And uh, that is the part, uh, even right now, I can feel myself tingling um, as you see people go across stage, to know that you've been a small conduit for good um, truly thrills and excites me every single day, uh, Simon. It's what, it, what, it's what makes me excited to know that I get to make a difference for people who will never know my name. Mm. My greatest legacy to this life is those four children, but I've always wanted to do something bigger. And as I travel so extensively, you know, Simon, I remember being uh, over in Sweden, and uh, they were doing the, the presentation in Swedish. I didn't understand the words, but the same emotions that I see as I travel throughout the U.S., I understood them. And I actually sat in that room, and I wept like a little girl and thought, because I opened my mouth, you know, these people um, are, are, are having these results. And I believe that the goal of network marketing is to plant a seed that will grow into a tree that will leave shade for generations. And that makes me so excited to know that I will be able to leave shade and that people will get to change their lives, that I get to help people change their stars. That's what gets me, makes me proud and very excited, that I can live a life of truly, um, you know, significant contribution. Yeah, I can hear in your voice. It's, uh, it's, it's true. I, li- I like the way you say you grow a tree that leaves a shade for generations. Yeah. And you don't even know the impact. Because once you t- your team is so big, the downlines, the downlines, the downlines, it, right. like, the impact lasts forever. It lasts forever. And when people call me and they say, you know, Denny, you don't know me, but you told someone who told someone who told someone, and this is what this did for me. And some of those stories really leave you just um, um, so reflective, you know, and and. Sometimes as I've sat in saunas or steam rooms at the gym, you know, you kind of want to be quiet, and I've heard people talk about things happening, and I thought, I need to tell you because I know that I have a gift. And so, you know, recently um, I heard this, and I'm really, it, it really resonated with me. And um, it's called HAIMAD, H-A-I-M-A-D, and it means have an impact and make a difference. Isn't that wonderful? Mm. So for every day it's, you know, I want to make an impact, have an impact on people's lives, and I want to make a difference. You know, and don't think, I always tell people, you've got to have big, audacious goals. But I always say, you know, you've got to check them at the door as you would a coat. And then when you're out with the public, it's got to be about whom can I help and whom can I serve. And for me, Simon, people have serendipitously shown up. And uh, so... You go, you know, I always tell people, you, it, you can't be about desperation. It's got to be about helping other people because people can smell it on you like cheap perfume. But if it's really about making a difference for them, people are attracted to that. And this is attraction marketing. You've got to be attracted. And it's very important to be more interested than interesting because if you ask enough questions about them, they're always going to ask questions about you and about what you do. Definitely. You know, what excites you most about network marketing now? 
Um, well, I think it just goes back to what I said, is that, you know, our life is taken care of. But to know that I can go out and duplicate that. You know, on my team alone, I've got, you know, 35, 40 people making six-figure incomes, and that excites me. Someone with a PhD who can help other people, you know, who have made the decision, the commitment, that, that we have a vehicle that they can get in. And, you know, I the thing about network marketing is I believe that, you know, we've taken the jungle and we've taken the machetes and, you know, the bulldozers, and we've laid down the tracks. And this locomotive is growing. This incredible profession, it's real. And people just have to jump in and they have to go to work and be consistent and diligent and persistent every single day. Want to know how to prospect more confidently and speak with influence? As an ML Nation Insider member, you get my Speak to Influence course along with 17 other training courses for free. These courses are normally $47, but with your dollar trial, you get all of them for free for seven days. Go check it out at MLMNationInsider.com. Again, that's MLMNationInsider.com. As you go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain, Danny. And uh, one of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? You know what? My father, and, and I, you know, it obviously came from somebody else, but he used to always say, that which we persist in doing becomes easier, not because the nature of the task has changed, but because our ability to do so has increased. And that was always instilled in me. And he would tell me, Denny, you can be, do, and have anything you want to if you're willing to work for it. And I believed him. And um, so that's that's really what it's about for me. And then, you know, my my statement too is the purpose of life is to have is to live a life of purpose. And um that just really excites me every day, Simon. What is one habit that's helped you become successful, Danny? Well, the habit to be to become successful is that you've got to be, you know, as I said, walking the walk, talking the talk, and doing the do. You've got to marry the process but divorce the results. You've got to have a system, and you've got to keep it simple. Um, you know, network marketing can meet you wherever you are and take you wherever you go, but you've got to keep it, keep it simple. Don't, don't ever give up on your dreams. Sometimes you're going to have to course correct, and you're going to have to be decisive, but you're going to have to do it every day. I tell people you're going to have to do it when it's raining, when it's sunny, when it's snowing, and when it's not so fun to do. Um, because, you know, as Tony Roberts um, Robin says, it's in those moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. And I knew what I wanted to achieve. And that only happens, of course, when you take the focus off of yourself and you turn around and help other people. Um, that's so exciting to me. So when I have a goal, it's about turning away from myself and going, where do I dig down? Who can I help? Who's willing to put in the effort that we can put our overalls on and go to work? And, um, it's really about that constant, diligent, everyday effort. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? You know, one of the best pieces of advice I ever received after doing direct sales, because of the way that was set up, I went very linearly. So I'm an, I was an incredible recruiter. And so when I got into network marketing, I had to learn how to taproot and how to, how to go deep. And uh, one of my mentors said, Denny, if you, if, you're stra- if you can make your strengths become your weaknesses and your weaknesses become your strengths, you'll be unstoppable. 
And for me, that served me well about, you know, not just being this incredible recruiter, which is very important because you want to go wide and you want to go deep. And I've also learned that, you know, a, a real professional in network marketing, they don't look at a new, um, a new prospect or a new associate in their business as a destination. They look at them as a doorway. And the faster that you can open that doorway, you get to expand exponentially your warm market. You know, one of the biggest leaders on my team is actually 11 levels to me uh, out of Norway. And had it not been for uh, taprooting, going deep, making those phone calls, those three-way phone calls, I never would have found her. So again, they're not a a destination, they're a doorway. Because exponentially, you can meet so many people. I love your quotes. Uh, I'm going to uh, recap this. Uh, you have like, marry the process, div- divorce the results, new prospect is not the destination, it's a doorway. I love it. I can tell you, you know, I can definitely tell from your two decades of experience. It's good stuff. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, what's your favorite prospecting tool you use, Dennis? So say someone is qualified, a qualified prospect. Do you send them an online video first or do you Skype them, talk to them, and then do a one-on-one meeting uh, using a webinar or do you send them to a home meeting? What do you like to use? That's a great question. You know, also, one thing I learned years ago was, um, you know, people are not duplicatable, but tools and systems are. Um, because not everyone's this bubbly, personality, uh, incredible person, but everyone can use a tool. And so we do have an incredible tool set uh, in, in our company that we use. And, you know, even my doctors, incredibly, you know, skilled and um, proficient people will use the tool because it's so duplicatable. Now, actually, where I live in Spokane, Washington, though, I'm all about using online tools, but when I got started here five and a half years ago, Simon, um, because of my experience doing live meetings, I decided to do a once-a-week luncheon in my husband's office. And so I invited people to come to an executive luncheon to hear about a breakthrough technology. And uh, we had lunch offered. And I quickly decided... Um, that, you know, it didn't matter if one person came, ten people came, I was going to do it because I could either be at home telling a person, you know, on the phone, or I could do that. Actually, in my little town now of Spokane, Simon, there's more leadership in my country than any, in, in my little town than any state or country in the world. And that comes down to doing those consistent, diligent efforts. I actually have my own facility now. But here's the incredible thing about it. Um, I also understood that in this business, it's not only important what you do, it's more important what you duplicate that will ultimately determine your success. So as soon as people started to come to those meetings, and very quickly we started a Monday night, a Tuesday night, a Wednesday luncheon in different areas of my city, I, people who were joining the company having results, I would have them get involved in doing the presentation. You know, so here we are now five and a half years later, and I rarely do a presentation in my own, in my own building. Years ago, I heard someone say, you know, if you can be in the back of a room with 100 people and nobody knows who you are, um, that's really success. And even in my own building, sometimes I've had people say, honey, you must really like this stuff because I've seen you here often. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I've succeeded. Because to me, Simon, it's all about making rock stars out of my people. I have created residual walkaway income 
where I can travel, you know, sometimes I'm gone for, for weeks at a time, but things just march on. I create generals on my front line because that way, you know, the team and everything continues to move and march forward, and I've created that residual walkaway income. That is so true. You know, I know a lot of people think differently, too. Like, they feel that because it's more about pride, right? They want the rock star mm-hmm. status. But real mm-hmm. success is like going to an event or going, going to a meeting, sitting in the back, and no one, no one knows who the heck you are. And everyone yep. up there who's, who's running the show are all people you groomed and developed. That is, That's uh, right. I think you're the first person that actually said that. That is actually really good. <laughs> you know, because you know um, to, uh, to, you know, uh, to be honest, I hate to say the word honest, but like when I built my MLM business um, and mm-hmm. I went to a big room and I was younger, I wanted that. I, lo- I love it when people, oh, Simon's here, mm-hmm. Simon's here. It made me feel good. And when people stopped doing that, I kind of like, do you know who I am? But, and but it was so silly. It's all my pride. But that's actually true success when people don't know, know who you are. And, you just, and the checks keep coming in. And the checks keep coming in. And that's one thing is you have to learn to get over your ego and get over yourself. And, you know, because if you always have to be in the front of the room, you really just have a high-paying job. Yeah. And that's not what I was in this for. Um, so, again, I've become a student of the industry. You want to you watch the people who are the most successful and, uh, you know, perhaps, you know, learn from them, mimic from them, go to these events, learn from the most powerful women in network marketing, go to, you know, the Eric Worre events, because you learn so much. You get a course correct where you are, make adjust- adjustments, and become better each day. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, you know, I'm a little bit old school too. Um, I, I, you know, I do use those things, but I, I use a lot of Facebook. That's how I interact with a lot of my teams, you know, across the world. Uh, we Facebook a lot, you know, Instagram as well, um, and they email me. Um, I deal because of my years doing Tupperware, oh, you know, the, another that with the with the uh, plastic company. Um, I some I have a daytimer as well that I write things down. I got really good about being able to what I call tickle somebody. You know, if someone said I can't do this right now, I would write them down to call in a few weeks. And I always kept the door open. You know, even some of my biggest leaders now, it's taken me a couple years you know, to get them involved in my business. Because I've always believed as well, you can have the right person, but it be the wrong time. However, the biggest difference that I see, I have people who get stuck on one person, Simon. They're like, oh, if only, if only Simon would come in my business. And they get stuck on them for months and even years. Well, I go through my prospect list, and if someone tells me no or no for right now, you know, I try to keep the door open. I'll I'll get in touch with you at another time. But then I just kept forging ahead, growing my business, talking to more people. You know, I go for the no because I know that there are people out there who are hoping and praying for a difference in their life. They just don't know what, what it is yet that I might have to offer for them. And so I'm looking for people who are looking for me. And I don't even worry about the no's. And, you know, when you start to stand in your truth like that, Simon, I tell people, you know, you just swat the mosquitoes out of your way and you head straight to, towards greatness. I always tell people, if I were to tell you how many people have told me no, I'd probably be laying over in the corner, you know, cr- you know crawled up in a fetal position. But I'm just every day looking for those people. And they show up. You know, the world steps aside for those people who really know where they want to go and are on a mission. You know, I found out like leaders like you, with seven-figure earners, when they meet people, they all they think super long-term, right? Like mm-hmm. when you meet someone, you're never thinking, oh, Simon's not going to join, forget it. You're building the relationship, you're super friendly, we connect, and you mm-hmm. know that 
You know, there's never a bad prospect, just the wrong time for the right prospect. That's right. And then if you keep, right. and MLH, if you keep doing what Denny's doing, sooner or later, those people will pop up because people that Denny talked about three, like you, I mean, I wrote this down for the notes I want to put, uh, add later. Like it took a couple of years. Did you realize, did you, MLH, go back to 30 minutes or 30 seconds. Denny said all her leaders took a couple of years, but she didn't like, you know, bothered him, nagged him. She left, you know, she maintained a relationship with him. She has to tickle file where she follows up with people. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when the time is right, the, the people like, you know, like you shared, Danny, they will pop up and, and they will appear. They'll show up and they'll appear. Yeah. And you know what? Pretty soon they can't deny your success. And each time you might call them back, you'll say, well, let me tell you what's going on. And some of those people were kind of stalking me and following me as well. And they saw the success. They couldn't deny it. And I've also never wanted my success to be based on one person as well. And so I have gone wide, you know, go wide and lead from the front. I lead, I never ask my people to do anything that I haven't done, am currently doing, or have done successfully. You know, I tell them to think of me as their older, wiser, sager grandmother because I've either seen it, done it, heard about it, or fixed it you know, in the back office or with corporate. So learn from those people. Don't try to recreate the wheel or to be a Rambo. We always say, you know, a Rambo is someone who rarely achieves much by oneself. You know, plug into the system, plug in the people who are doing it and doing it successfully because we can shorten your learning curve. Hmm. I love these, alf- you know, uh, what do you call it, alf- uh, aphorisms, what a Rambo, you got, uh, hey, what's the other one, hey, um, Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. <laughs> hey, stuff. Matt. Have good an stuff. impact. Make a difference. I love it. I love it. Uh, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Oh, you know what? I love Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. You know, you got to think. You know, I'm often told by our founders, you got to think. And so uh, I, I do like to ponder. I like to think about what I want my business to look like. I think about where my leaders are and where we want them to be. I, one thing about me is I'm extremely strategic in my business and how I grow things, and my activities as well. Um, you know, so you're also going to ha- I tell people I also, um, I listen far more with my eyes, Simon, than I do my ears. And I mean by that that I, I watch their activity. You know, we all have people who come in and go, oh, my gosh, you know, you know you're never going to have to sponsor another person. You know, you don't know the people I know, and I'm going to do all of this. And then pretty quickly they're on the witness protection plan. <laughs> or they're not, they're not coming to meetings. They're not coming to events. But they're not doing the basic steps. So you're going to have to learn how you gauge your, your attention and your time with people. And as we say on my team, you know, you're going to have to learn to run with the runners, walk with the walkers, and stop with the stoppers. Because sometimes I see people who sponsor a new person, and they think, yay, I have sponsored my you know, diamond. And they focus all their attention on that person, where that person doesn't have those kind of goals. The other thing I often teach on, Simon, is I tell people, as I have brought people into the business for years, I kind of gauge people in network marketing this way. They're either consumers, connectors, builders, or leaders. Consumers are usually people who maybe just join the company to get the product at the best price. Then there's connectors, which are fantastic. They're the life of the party. But connectors aren't always very good at follow-up. So you want to get under them. And they're the perfect ones to make sure that when you open that door, that's a, you know, that's a doorway. Get into their warm market. Then you have people who come in and go, you know what, I really want to build this. And I'm going to plug in and do, they start to do all of the diligent everyday steps. 
And then you have leaders, and leaders are few and far between. They're the people who come in who've either had previous experience in network marketing or who have large networks of people. And they're the ones who say, you know, Denny, with or without you, I'm going to do this thing. Now, of course, any of those people can change from one of those levels at any time. But again, that's kind of how I start to gauge people when they come in. Then the next thing I want to do, Simon, is the three P's of success, which is I want to get people plugged into our system, paid out on their initial investment as quickly as we can, and then promoted as quickly as we can. So they can start to see success and to also start to have responsibility for some other people so they can see, you know, how this structure starts to grow. And then the most important thing, you know, Simon, is then to recognize. Recognition is so important. Recognition is free to give, but the results are priceless. You know, babies cry for it and grown men die for it. And uh, as I even mentioned at Eric Worre's event, you know, as a woman, she who leaves glitter in her path will never be forgotten. So praise those people. Tell them how good they're doing on those rank advancements, on those three-way calls. Because sometimes so many people as we go into adulthood, no one's telling us how we're doing a good job. So make sure that you recognize your team. Super. Wow. I didn't expect such a long answer. It was really good stuff. Uh, the four types of distributors, the three pieces of success. Mm-hmm. I'll add that in a recap. And... Um, at Emma Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you know, uh, Daniel talked about Think and Grow Rich. You can get an amazing free audiobook like Think and Grow Rich at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, Danny, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Mm-hmm. Here's the million-dollar question. You've done it five times already where you moved to a new place, didn't know anyone. So imagine you right now had to start all over again, and you went to a place and you knew no one. But it's kind of like you were like an alien that went to another planet. But you had all <laughs> your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. So you spoke English, you have, you have, and you have all your wisdom and knowledge. What's the first thing you do to make friends and find prospects or the first place you'll go to meet prospects and build a business from scratch? You know, I would just go to social functions. I go to places where people are, where people like to talk. Um, and then, I, again, I always ask questions about people because if you ask questions about them, they're always going to ask questions about you. You know, we've all done the thing about showing up and, and, and throwing up on our people. You don't want to do that. You want to be... Um, you want to give tidbits of information and where you can follow up with them, but learn about them because then you also know the right tool to send them because often people send the wrong tools, which, which isn't the right step to do either. So I just meet people. You know, I meet people in the stores. I meet people at the gym. Um, I, just, I, just, I truly like people. I love the stories that people have. Everyone has a story. And so just go out, you know, you know, as they say, if you want to make a million dollars in this business, just go out and make a million friends. And I promise you to make a million dollars, you won't even have to make a million friends. But it's a lot of fun. That's so awesome. Uh, as, uh, Danny, as we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect and contact you? You know, the best advice is just, are you committed? You know, have you made a decision? Have you declared it? And then have you, have you then not only declared what you're going to do, but are you what are you willing to do to make your goals happen? But also, what are you willing to give up? What are some things you need to cut out of your life? 
that are taking some time, that are, that are going to prohibit you from making those dreams and aspirations come true. You know, because you're going to have to sometimes put this into small chunks of time. I have a woman on my team who's, with only 20 minutes a day, was able to turn that into now, a, you know, a multiple six-figure income. So it can be done. And how you can learn more be, about me, Simon, I, you know, I'm on Facebook, Jenny Robinson. I've got a, a business page, a personal page. I like to give great insight. And mostly I like to show the incredible lifestyle which is out there for people. You know, it's not just about the money, Simon. It's about the lifestyle, the freedom that you can have, you know, to spend the time with those you love the most and compared to just putting in your time. And um, that, that's what I love is the freedom. MLM Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with Denny Robinson. So keep up the momentum and go to MLMNation.net and type in Denny. That's D-E-N-I. D-E-N-I at the search bar and the show notes will pop right up. All the nuggets of wisdom will be right there. And definitely connect with Denny uh, on social media. She's, uh, you know, I can't explain. I'm like speechless about all the stuff she shared in this last uh, 42 minutes. But you definitely want to go there and connect connect with her. You know, Denny, in order to be successful in network marketing, as you know, you must help others. So thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Denny, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. My free sponsoring workshop receives testimonials and awesome feedback every single day. I'll teach you how to invite properly and avoid the mistakes that are preventing you from signing people up. Best of all, it's free. It's offered a few times a day, so go to SponsoringWorkshop.com to choose the best time and date that works for you. Again, it's SponsoringWorkshop.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan with, uh, I can't say quick, it would be, probably be a long recap and review because that was, wow, it was one of the probably the most condensed trainings uh, we've ever had on ML Nation. And we've had a lot of great ones. And that was, I think, um, the interview was about 42 minutes long, 43 minutes long. But the knowledge in there, like dense and concise, wow, it's so, so good. Uh, so I'll do my best here to talk about the main points and not talk too much, even though there's so many good nuggets there. So let's start off with mindset, right? It's if any of you who are li- living in a small town think don't think you can do it, here we have a young girl, 21 years old, living in a small town of Wyoming, could make it happen, right? And she says all about mindset. Is I will until. I will until. It's all about your self-talk. If you think, I cannot do it, I do. You know, you heard about the law of attraction. You attract what you think. You attract what your words. Your words determine how you're going to act. You know, your thoughts determine your words. Your words determine your actions, you know? Remember that. Your thoughts determine your words. Your words determine your action. That's why Denny talked about your, um, the her most recommended book, Think and Grow Rich. Hey, by the way, I just got so excited to this review. Make sure you connect with Denny Robinson. Just go to mlnation.net. Uh, you can forward slash podcast. We just go to mlnation.net for, uh, and search for Denny, D-E-N-I, Denny Robinson. Connect with her on Facebook. She is an MLM legend in terms of the training that we just got there. So, number one, small town, she had to start over five times, five different times in co-market, new people. But just, you know, I love it what she says. A stranger is, in a, is a, just a friend that you haven't met yet, right? Smile. I think sometimes, especially now, the world is not, you know, quote, unquote, people say it's not as safe as before. Uh, people lock their doors in the house or you live in a big city. You know, you're kind of more skeptical. But she grew up in a small town. Maybe that was a benefit. 
everyone, a stranger is a friend that you just haven't met, that you haven't met yet. And so she was just open. And, you know, if you heard her say, if she needed to meet people, she'd stand in front of shopping malls and just say hi to people. She would meet new people. Uh, in, in, in the million dollar question, she talked about just be friends, give tidbits, don't vomit on people, be a friend, right? Be a friend. She had four kids while she was building the business, right? What's the takeaway there? Is you got to take advantage of every second. I think that, you know, she could schedule her time. She organized. She's very organized. Uh, she made sure she prospected when the kids were napping. These are like the precious times, right? The kids were napping, or the kids were in school, or the kids were playing a game or watch. She was taking advantage of every second. It's the urgency. It, go, it goes back to the mindset, right? I only have, if you only have 10 minutes to do the business, that 10 minutes better be productive. What should you be doing? Make that phone call, right? Everyone has the time. If you're working, you know, one of the things I did, uh, this is when I was doing sports in the basketball business. In between, I did in between basketball games, in between a quarter, during the quarter break, right? I was actually scouting for uh, basketball players to bring them overseas to play in China and Korea. In between the quarter break, I'll excuse myself from my client and I'll go out there and make one or two follow up calls, you know? And I made some, t- and one time, it's actually a story back in the Long Beach Pyramid when I had the NBA Summer League there, I actually sponsored a person in the tunnel. Right, and I actually opened the door to the outside of the tunnel out there to the gate and did. But it was the urgency because I knew that if I didn't do it, I'll never be able to make that phone call because the rest of the night I'll be busy at the game and, and talking about basketball business, won't be able to focus on my MLM business. So it's all about the mindset. Take advantage of every second you have. And this business is really about helping people. Like you have to like people, right? Anyone can, uh, the cool thing is, anyone can do the business. Uh, Danny shared that she has a PhD, her public high school diploma, and you can do it as long as you like people. So if you're weak on people skills, you know, go pick up a couple books. Go pick up, you know, this has been mentioned many, many times at ML Nation, How to Win Friends and Influence People, right? Go pick a book, How to Be a People Person. Let's move on. Uh, big decisions come at big events. Attend your company events. This is a reoccurring theme. Go to your company events, big events, big conventions, big decisions. Uh, you know, when Danny was sharing that, really reminded me of my journey. In 2004, I went to my company convention, and that was the big moment. I realized, hey, if those people, I kind of had like a Danny Robinson moment. If those people can, people can do it, I could do it, right? And I, I guarantee you, if I never went to that event, I wouldn't be achieved success, and I wouldn't be where I am today. I'd probably be working at a job, okay? So attend your company events. Um, don't look at the money, how much it costs. If you can learn one thing, you know, at that convention, I learned a couple of things, but the one thing really was other, those people can do it, I can do it. So big decisions. A couple other things. Um, it's really about the, per, you know, you know, the person you become. And your current situation, if you're not happy with where you are, you can't get prospects, it's because you have past decisions. You are not a people person. You did not network well enough. You're not providing enough value. That's why you don't maybe have to have credibility. But if you work on that, your future, your future is determined by what you do today. Who are you meeting today? What relationships are you, do, are you building today? How are you providing value? How are you helping people? That's going to determine your future. So I'm, I get motivated by that. I think the future, you know, your current, again, don't live in the past. Don't live in the present. Your future can be totally different, but all depends on what you do, do, do today. So that should motivate you. And you know, if you're not happy, think about it. If you're not happy where you are financially, more personally, health-wise, it's because of decisions you made in the past. But that could all change by what you're doing today. 
Let's move on. Like I said, this is going to be a long recap. Uh, hey, Matt, Matt, I love it. Have an impact and make a difference, right? That, and it's like she talks about, she, you're growing in network marketing. I love network marketing because we become better givers. Like Denny Robinson gave 45 minutes of her precious time to share incredible lessons. We become better givers time-wise, money-wise. And she says, you're growing a tree that leaves a shade. You all are growing a tree. How big do you want that tree to grow? That leaves a shade that's going to last for generations, generations, and generations. And I love what Jet Denny said later on about, and I admit that, I admit it. You know, when I first, in the Philippines, uh, and I grew a huge organization, and then I have over 70,000 downlines in the Philippines, and, and it's grown to 80,000. And then when I go back recently, I mean, I probably if I go back, most people don't even know me. And actually, even the last time I went back was January 2012, right before I kind of, actually, uh, yeah, um, January 2012, right before I kind of retired from MLM. In 2013, a lot of people didn't know me. And actually, I admit, my ego was a little bothered by that. But that's really what you want to do. You want to build a business where people don't know you. All they know is the people you developed and groomed. Let the other people be the rock stars. You collect the income. But the only way to do that, you have to help and mentor people. Let's see what else. Um, whom can I help? Whom can I serve? Right? Marry the, also, marry the process. Divorce the results. Marry into your business. But the results, don't worry about it. Focus on the activity. Again, going back to what she said, your future is determined by what you do today. Moving on. Really good stuff about tap rooting. Okay, tap rooting. I know in Australia, different countries, tap rooting may be different, uh, mean different things, but tap rooting means building deep, building wide, not just working with the people that you directly sponsor, but working with the people. She talked, she said it the best. The new prospect is not the destination. That's the, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make. They sponsor someone. They're hoping that person's going to help me become a superstar, help me make a million dollars. No, no, no. That's not it. I've learned that the hard way. That new person is your doorway to success. Now, there's a chance that person may be successful. Maybe not. But that person will lead you to the people. You know, almost all my leaders, except for one person who kind of was an acquaintance, the rest of all my leaders who built a million-dollar business for me were all people I did not know but were friends of downlines. So downlines are downlines are downlines, right? Or downlines are brought in a friend's friend that came into business. And the original downline actually quit. But before they quit, they brought in the superstar. So uh, it reminds me of the Philippines. One guy who quit, before he quit, he brought in a couple of superstars. Okay, then he didn't even know that because the superstars, again, they take time to develop. They take time to develop. Um, let, let's go a couple a couple more things because this is so good. I want to uh, cover them. You know, the speaking about superstars, it took Denny a couple years to get her superstars, right? Most successful people, seven-figure earners I've met, they think really long-term. They don't think, oh, you're not going to join a business, you're no good. They're thinking long-term, one, three, five, ten years from now. They're not desperate. Okay, it took a, again, go back to that. Listen, at, 30, at 32 minutes in, she said, took a couple years to get her leaders into the business. And you don't want, again, you don't want your success to be, when they do come in, to be one person. Again, fall in love with that person. Use the doorway. You're looking, build wine and look for that doorway. In terms of leadership, listen more of your eyes than your ears. You know, watch for activity, not just what they say. And that is so true. Uh, you know, this is getting long here. I'm going to wrap up. I promise. Uh, four type of cons- four type of uh, distributors: consumers, connect consumers. Consumers don't do much. Connectors live the life of the party. These people know tons of people. They're your doorway. Use them to get in to find your winners. 
Number three, your builders, the coachable and builders. And then you have the leaders. They normally have previous MLM experience or they have large networks already that can easily tap into. And then the three P's of success. You want a leadership, you want to train three P's of success. Number one, they paid out, right? Get your distributor paid out of their investment. Make their money back. Make their money. Get them a check as quickly as possible. Number two, get them promoted. Get them promoted and give them some responsibility to get them to leadership mode. And number three, praise, praise, praise. I love it. Danny says, babies cry for it, men die for it. Is that true? Praise. Recognition. And the last thing is, have you declared it? Have, ML Nation, have you declared your success? And then the second question she asked us is, what are you willing to give up? The most important list in your life is not the to-do list. It's not your ghost list. It's your give-up list. And most of you probably have big dreams, but have you made a give-up list of things you're going to give up? That doesn't mean you give up forever. For a short time. You can't do it at all. It's only 24 hours. You can have a lot of things, but only focus on one thing at a time. What are you willing to give up? ML Nation, thank you for listening. This has been an awesome, awesome episode of Denny Robinson. Thank her. Make sure you connect with her, mlnation.net. Just look for Denny, D-E-N-I. Also, please, please leave a review on iTunes. They mean a lot. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. And I think this episode is definitely worth sharing. Share with your team downlines. Uh, everyone is one of the best ever, I, f- I felt. And after, after 180-something, 192 episodes, actually. Gosh, have we done that many? 192 episodes. Uh, this is one of the best ones. And uh, this is a super long recap. So definitely connect with Denny Robinson. She is a legend. And uh, definitely why she's one of the most powerful women in network marketing. So MLM Nation, thanks for listening. Remember, you are where you are today because of your past. But your future depends on what you do this very second. ML Nation, thank you for listening. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. Go plant that tree that can give a shade that covers generations and generations. We're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare.